Welcome to the Black and Brilliant Podcast with your host, Spook the Monster, where we interview guests that have been successful at being black and brilliant. Stay tuned for an all-exclusive interview with the one and only podcast for us, the Black and Brilliant Podcast. Yo, yo, yo. Welcome back to the Black and Brilliant Podcast. It's your host, SDG. And we got a special guest on here today. His name is Justin Redrick, a.k.a. The Bitcoin Vegan. He's from Charlotte, North Carolina. He's a Bitcoin connoisseur. And we're going to get into a conversation about how we both discovered Bitcoin, why you should at least consider it, vegan lifestyle, and other topics as well. So without further ado, let's go get on it like a pack of dogs. Going on with you, man. Welcome on, welcome on, man. You know, guest on this thing, man. We got the kid, the Bitcoin vegan. I ain't gonna say the kid, the man. Bitcoin <laughs> vegan. Man. Why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself to the people, man? What's going on, everybody? I'm Justin Redrick, aka the Bitcoin vegan. Um, and uh, I'm a, um, I teach Bitcoin, Bitcoin educator. I got a course out there called What Is Bitcoin. Everybody you know, who wants to know how they can get into it, is it possible for them to make money? Is it possible for them to change their life? Things like that. Um, on the side from that, I'm also a coach, a mindset and memory coach. But uh, my main thing right now is focusing on getting uh, getting the word out there to people about what is Bitcoin. Like it might be the single most important important thing we have going on right now. In my opinion, <laughs> word up, word up. So look, man. Tell tell the people about yourself. How you how you you know where you come from and how you stumbled upon you know the whole. Well, before you even tell people how you stumbled upon Bitcoin, tell them like how you got into crypto. Period. Man, so like uh, it, it's a it's a story. Like in 2016, 2015, like when I had just come home from prison, I was probably home from prison like a year and a half, and uh, one of my homeboys. Uh, childhood friend by the name of Isaiah Jackson, aka Bitcoin Day. He was uh, telling me, you know, I met him at the gas station, met up with him. And he's like, man, follow me on Instagram, bro. And he said, Bitcoin's Day. I'm like, all right, cool. I didn't know what Bitcoin was then. But then I watched the movie Dope, and mm-hmm. I saw Bitcoin in there. I was like, all right. It still ain't clicked yet. And right. then, like, my mom had told me about this little, uh, like, lending platform that was going on. The lending platform wasn't legit. I'm going to keep it real, John. However, <laughs> I saw, I mean, you know, it's, people yeah. fall for things, man. Absolutely. <laughs> it is what it is. Absolutely. And like, so it had Bitcoin on there. And I'm like, all right, but Bitcoin's still legit. So I remember going back to Jay's site and I was hitting them up and I asked them about it because, you know, I said, bro, like, what does this do? He said, man, it can change your life. He said, you, know, you can use it as gold, you can use it as money. Mm. use it for whatever you want and I said um, told me how it was a decentralized money and like it was so strange like how it was so easy for me to connect it because like with in prison they give you either an ID card that you can swipe you know if you got a job where you're posting your money you can buy things with but right. if you have no money you can use stamps and I'm like well it's not like, like stamps and so <laughs> I started doing more research on it more research and 
like, man, it's, it's been a bit of a ride, bro. I used to, um, you know, I've been to Washington, D.C. at Howard University at a conference speaking on Bitcoin. Word. Um, yeah, I've... Uh, That's big. Even, like... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's big I shit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> big yeah, shit. Stop at the little shit stopping right there. Like, my things just can't... Yeah. People can't just, you know what I'm saying? Like that's 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 big, for real. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it was like that, man. And it's just been it's been a journey, though. You know, I ain't gonna say and say it was all roses, but uh, it's been worth it. Like like to me, you know, I didn't have much going going, so I just said, yo, I need to play the long game on something, you know, because everybody else was it seemed like and a lot of folks they come home or if you're in a situation, you need you, you feel like I gotta make money now, I gotta make money now. Right. In my situation, I was just looking like, all right, let's really look at it. Like, I was at home with my mom, and I was like, all right, so you don't, like, you know, you can you can get by, you know what I'm saying? You can get by to build yourself up. Like, that, that was a grateful situation. My mom allowed me to build myself up. Come home, but I was like, you know, then you can, you can make these types of different moves. Right. And I always wanted to be on the different, I wanted to be, like, on the cutting edge of life. Like, I didn't want to just do the same thing everybody else was doing. Right, I right. knew it was going to take some time, but uh, you know, it turned out turns out to be very much. It turned out to be worth it. And when Bitcoin went to twenty k that year, that was Ooh. a crazy ride too. But I mean, it's, it's all worth it at the end of the day, man. It's yes. worth getting into no matter where you find it. At. No, that's real. So I'm, I'm gonna tell you my Bitcoin story real quick. Sure. <laughs> this shit crazy, right? So the first time sure. I heard about Bitcoin was like 2009. Yeah. Yeah. So I heard about it through a white dude on Yahoo Messenger. I'll never forget this shit, bro. I was on Yahoo Messenger. Dude was like, "Yo, mine this." He was like, "Uh, download this." And he was like, basically, you're just going to be mining it. It's kind of like downloading a torrent. So yeah. I ended up downloading it. Now, mind you, like, this all the way back on my goddamn mama computer, man. Like, there's some, <laughs> e- there's some e-machine bullshit going on. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So this shit takes up <laughs> yeah. so much space. Like, so it took literally, like, three fucking weeks to download this one file. And um, after I got finished... I couldn't find, like, I couldn't uh, get in contact with him. He never got back on Yahoo Messenger for, like, for, for like a while. He finally got back on one day. I'm like, yo, what the fuck am I supposed to do with this? Because it finally said, like, one Bitcoin completed or some shit like that when it was done. Oh, you know, it, said, it, said, it said, you earned one Bitcoin. Yeah. And after that, I was like, okay. You know, it, was, it just had one Bitcoin in my wallet. So I'm like, yo, so what, what the hell am I supposed to do with this? He was like, I don't know, bro. Just keep it. And I was like, man... <laughs> Man, hell no, man! This big ass file, fuck no. Long story yeah. short, I deleted the Bitcoin and look at me now. <laughs> 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 Go get the computer. Exactly, man. That shit is destroyed, bro. That shit is uh, it's so over with, bro. Yeah, that shit is. Over like, you know, bro. you were like one of a lot of people who got some stuff. Bro. And lucky for you, it was just one Bitcoin, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. It's something you can you you can get back ten G. Yeah, no, like, big it's, Yeah, it's some people out there who like they wipe them probably left them. Like you did what? Exactly. Thousands of Bitcoin. You mean like there's a lot of Bitcoin out there that I've never. But you know what's crazy? I've always had a head start on shit like from mm-hmm. Bitcoin to Netflix 
to uh, you bought Netflix when they were sending it in the mail, man. Exactly. Um, <laughs> long time ago, man, this chick had put me on to it back when I had a PlayStation Three. She, she was yeah. asking me about Netflix. I was like, the "Fuck is Netflix?" You know, I'm goofy as hell, not even trying to understand for real. Like, mm-hmm. but eventually, I seen the Netflix app pop up on a PS3. So I'm like, "Damn!" Like this shit might be. You know what I'm saying? This shit might yeah. be legit. And yeah. lo and behold, I, but I had a feeling like before, you know, social media made the whole Netflix and chill shit a big ordeal, all that. Like, I'm, I, you know, I had a good feeling like, I'm like, damn, this Netflix shit could be big. Same thing with Chick-fil-A. Like, I knew, I worked at Chick-fil-A when I was 15. You know what I'm saying? I'm 31 mm-hmm. now. And I'm, I'm yeah. like thinking like, man, when people, I'm like, why don't people eat here? Like, this shit is bomb as hell. <laughs> And I already knew about the I already knew about the chicken and the Polynesian sauce like way back when. So you know Yeah, that's when it was bougie bougie. Exactly. Like I put niggas on that like way back when. But this is before I even knew anything about investing. I didn't even know you could invest. You know what I'm saying? Cause I come from that part of that part of Alabama. Like I don't know shit about nothing. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So yeah. like, if I would have known all this shit at a young age, bro, like I would be way further. But uh, mm-hmm. but hey, you still got the eye though, man. Yeah, like you like yeah. I, I feel the same about me sometimes. It's like you know, I got the eye though. Like that's what that's how I feel about Bitcoin. It's like man, like bro, you got the eye. When you know you got the eye for shit. Yeah, I feel like you know you some things might go past you because you're trying to develop what you're looking at. Right. But once you realize you got the eye and you got it, like. You, you got a different level of confidence than other people. Something's like, going to hit eventually. Yeah, because people come to me like, man, you tripping, bro. You doing too much. You know, you could be doing this. I'm like, man, I learned early on not to follow y'all lead because right. you just might have, like, I mean, it could work, but it's just not what I see. So, I mean, it's, it's, once you know you got the eye, though, it don't really matter after that. Nah, that's that's real. Uh, what what made you, uh, we're going to switch back to Bitcoin in just a second, but what made you uh become vegan? Like, what was... What was that about? Uh, or how long so, have you been vegan? So I've been vegan. It's going to be five years legit. Uh, 2015. Yeah, sure. five years. November. Mm-hmm. Around that time, I was training at this gym for boxing. And I was like young. And I just wanted to be like real, real clean. And for some strange, like, you know that, that Netflix movie, Social Dilemma? I just started watching it. It's out right now. I just started watching It's straight. Yeah, I like it though. Like, I mean, granted, you know it is what it is. But I like it. Like, now... Like, I've been thinking about ways to manipulate the algorithm mm-hmm. just on a user level, but that's something else. But I just, for some strange reason, like, Dr. Savy stuff started coming up on my Instagram. And I was like, mm-hmm. who the hell is this, dude? You know what I'm saying? Like, right. who the hell is this? Yeah. And he man. started talking about, you know, your body, your graveyard, like, this leads to disease, this, that, and third. And so one day, uh, I had, I was dating my and the girl I used to date who I had a child with. We were at the beach for, like, two weeks. Mm-hmm. And eating nothing but like nothing, you know, meat, mac and cheese, cake, <laughs> and I got a gut so quickly. I'm like, what? And I was like, I started just really understanding how, like, you know, what what Dr. Steak was saying, like, you know, your body a graveyard, and it leads to disease. And I just and I and I bought into it. So then I just started transitioning going to vegan. And oh, I meant to tell you, like. I even cooked food and delivered it at my house called Vegan on the Go. I don't do that no more. Word. Like, yeah, it was all uh, alkaline, Dr. Savior approved food. Mm. But I mean, like, I, I hopped up in there and 
I remember coming back from Atlanta, meeting a woman on the bus that she was vegan and she helped me like really transition to veganism. I threw out all the food that I, I wasn't going to eat no more. You know, from then on, like, yo, it's time to go. Like, straight up. And then I also wanted to do it for my daughter to give her a different, you know, option of life outside of just what, you know, people regularly eat. Right, right. Yeah, see, you know, it was like, it was extra crazy for me, you know, country ass man from Alabama like but you know how yeah how long you been vegan man look I just really cut out the whole vegan thing right because I was right. talking to a brother from the nation of Islam and uh-huh. he was like what is vegan like when you think about it and I was just telling him like you know saving animals just not eating you know pretty much everything plant based but he was like nah what is it? he was like is that something you made up or is that something that somebody else put in front of you and made it look good that's not, you know, that's not in your, uh-huh. you, you feel, you see where I'm going with this? Yeah. And, it, and, I I was like, yeah. and I was like, damn, like, like, man, why you got to say shit like that, man? <laughs> you know? I mean, you know, bro, like, yeah. I like, you know, I, I understand when the thing is, so like when I was, because I've read the link to Ramadan and like when I was in prison, I used to study more science. Like I didn't come out prison and be on the type of stuff they were right. into, but I mean, like that, if you, if he would have, you know what I'm saying, it's just, it's just peculiar sometimes when people mention things and right. the same could be said yeah. for the nation. You know what I mean? Like, did you put that together? Right, right, right. Or right. Did, was that put, was it put in front of you to appeal to you? I mean, like, it's whatever, I, you know what I mean? Like, I don't have no judgment, you know, because it's just funny how, like, I always listen to how people phrase things and how quickly, like, we forget that it's a duality of life. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. Like nothing is gonna ever be outside of your child. Nothing is too much created that wasn't already there. Right. Well, you know, when he said that, I started thinking about because when I first stopped. Well, first of all, I first stopped because I had health issues, like you know, high blood pressure. Well, bad eating is hereditary. Bad eating habits is hereditary in my family. So. Mm-hmm. You know, I have been I've been dealing with blood pressure issues since I was young, bro. You know, like seven, eight years old. Like I've been I was obese majority of my whole life. So, you know, around 2015, 2016. Yeah, 2016. It just man, me and my bro were just riding around and we was like, bro, we couldn't even eat healthy if we goddamn wanted to. Like, this is crazy. There's nothing yeah. here but Taco Bell, Wendy's, Mc, McDonald's. You know what I'm saying? So. Like, yeah. you know, me being uh, over 320, well, I was over 316 pounds, I was like 320, and one time, at one point, I was trying to get my CDL, I was in, you know, you had to go do your little medical stuff, and they looked at my mm-hmm. blood pressure, they were like, damn, mind you, I ain't been to a doctor in like three years, I was like, they were like, bro, you alright? Like, but your shit is up there, up there, like, you can't be here, like, you gotta go home and course correct this, like, mm-hmm. so, you know, that right there just opened my eyes up, I'm like, damn, like, I want to be here I'm going to have to make some adjustments so yeah like around that time the Dr. Savvy shit was getting pushed like heavily so Mm -hmm. when I first seen it I ain't gonna lie like the doctor scared me so much like the first month I just really went on a fast almost like I just quit eating because I was just thinking Mm -hmm. like everything I ate was gonna kill me (laughs) so I'm not eating shit I'm just drinking water so uh the first month I lost about 
30 pounds. The second month lost about 20. The third month I lost about 15. Like it was, it was dramatic as hell. Like it was big, but I, I'm like more pescatarian now. Like I still have a, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Shit. Jesus ate fish. Like I have a piece of fish every night. Even Dr. Saban was like, what? Yeah. I, I still got to have my fish. I ain't gonna lie to y'all, but you know, so I, I yeah. have a piece of fish, but I try to, I still try to stay away from dairy and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Cause I don't, I just mm-hmm. don't trust it. Just don't want it on my food, mm-hmm. want it on my plate. But yeah, that's about far as I go. I still haven't had chicken and beef and pork or any of that shit since like 2016, since September 2016. You're still, you're still in the good. Like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's kill you. Like, that stuff is, that pork is beyond terrible. Like, that was the first thing I ever cut out was pork. And then I remember, you know, participating in Ramadan in prison. Yeah. And that was like thinking myself. I was just like, damn, like, it just put me in a different type of a discipline. So do you still do that now? That's your own? What, Ramadan? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to do it this upcoming year. I haven't, I had, that, that was the first and only time I did about, uh, I'm contemplating doing it in 2021. Okay. Because it was just that, it was that, it was that serious. Like, it was that life change. So, so when you do Ramadan, like what, What's your, what's your rules for? Cause I've, I've heard different rules for Ramadan. I don't. Like, I just did what what folks said. Like you know, um, you can only eat like early morning when the sun is down, and in the evening when the sun is up. But during the day, uh, I don't even know if you could drink a lot of water. But you had to live your life the same way you would, you know, regardless if the same as you were if you were eating like regularly. So. Right. That's what that's what we did at prison. I, I'm not sure if that is the 100 percent way, but yeah. oh, you had to read the Quran, the whole entire Quran. So that's what I did. I do remember doing that. God damn, what the whole entire Quran? Yeah, I read it from front to back. That was the first time I ever read any religious book front to back. Word, that's dope. <laughs> I, I've never, believe it or not, I've never even picked up the damn Quran. I've never even read it. Haven't even looked at it. Yeah, like but yeah. yeah, it's lit. It's lit. For real, right, it's okay. That's it, yeah. shit. That's what it is. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to check it out. My cousin, my cousin in the nation of Islam too. So, you know, they always, they always trying to suck me in. But I'm more up on the uh on the five percent side. So, you know, I'm still yeah. learning right now. That's cool. Yeah, they talked about that as well. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, but yo, yeah. So back to this, back to this Bitcoin. Let's say I have no knowledge of. Bitcoin whatsoever. What would be like some of the first steps I should do, like getting started in it? So the first thing you should do is follow me on Instagram. <laughs> okay, okay. What's, but, your, uh, what's your handle on Instagram? Bitcoin vegan. Okay. You can buy over and says what is Bitcoin, and then you know hit me up. But really though, like honestly, when it comes to Bitcoin, like you really like even before you do any of that, like I do mean what I said about hit me up. But really, even if you don't like me and you hear this. You really got to open your mind to being being told differently about what money is mm-hmm. or what value is. Like, you could do some Googling. You could do some YouTubing. And I will say this, like, you might stumble across some good information, but people purposely, they purposely go out of order. They might start with buying, then they might go all the way with, like, you know, trading and all right. that other stuff you know, to keep you, you know, confused and just ready to buy, really. So, and the internet itself, you know, it does not have, like Google, a lot of these um, sites, they don't, they're not going to give you the fair information because you got to know that Bitcoin is a decentralized money. Like, it's not built to support banks. It's not really built to support government. Even though it could, 
is built for the individual people. Like it was built and created late 2008, introduced in 2009 because of the housing market crash that was going on at the time and that people needed a safe place to put their money. Like right. look, at, look at 2020. What would 2020 be without Bitcoin? Like that's the question. I don't know. Like people, because people would be hurt, hurt. Like, trust me, it's a lot of people hurt. Even if they got some Bitcoin, it's some people hurt. What we're talking about. Go ahead. Oh no, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was just saying, like, it's some people hurt, hurt. Like, like in March, March tenth, twenty twenty, Bitcoin's at like five thousand some odd dollars, and now it's at like eleven thousand. So that goes to show you that people, Bitcoin has been saving folks money during this pandemic. You know, so and it was built for something like this. True that. Built for a crash. It's built for economic fallout. You know, because if you kept your money, like I, I know people who took they, they, they retirement out because, you know, what it's going down and it don't look like it's going to change in sight. And they put it in Bitcoin and lo and behold, they have more now than what they had in their retirement. And it's, the, and it's been proven to work. So it's like, it's a real question. What would 2020 look like without Bitcoin? Because now you have this option here. That you didn't re- that you had in 2008, but no, they were kind of like you. What the hell I'm gonna do with this? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know what I mean. Like, I, I still kind of feel like that now. Like, I, I, I might have to come take your class, bro, because I get it. Like, I'm even in a Telegram little group where my dog from Atlanta, like, he's all over it. Like, he know about every altcoin, Bitcoin, the. Like, he know what's going on, like, all the way to the max. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I really need to add you in there because he be knowing 0.0001 all that have a 200% gain. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he be, he be on yeah, it. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I need yeah. to. It's like he in the trading. It's like he in the trading. Oh, yeah, he is in the trade heavy. He in the trade heavy. And I, that's my thing. Like, I, I see a lot of people talk about Bitcoin, but, like, how much is people really making from it? Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, well, I don't, like, a lot of times, I don't really know about the trading part, but um, got people who don't really reveal all of their gains. But I can tell you this, personally, like, and you know, you know, in 09, it was crazy. When I came in, it was like yeah. $600 some odd dollars. So, you know, that right there is already a 20%, uh, like a, a 20x return. Yeah. Now, between that time, like, I could say, like, Bitcoin has saved my life, too, because... Like, I didn't have a lot of money to put in. Like, I was doing a lot of 1099 jobs when I came home from prison. And for me to put $600 up at one time wasn't really like, you know what I mean? That would be the whole check. But I was able to, like, you know, put it in there, let it do what it do. If I came real, if it came real tight on some bills, I'd take it out. But then over time, I started realizing, like, that's not the way that you're going to build wealth with this or anything. So I had to really, you know, look at, you know, like, what rules do people in finance apply to money? And I need to apply them on Bitcoin. Like, I remember reading True. a book, and this dude would say, like, if you know, if you put, like, 5 to $10 a week for, like, 20 years on some type of return, it's, like, 5 to 10%. You could be a millionaire or something like that. I'm like, man, I know a way better return than Bitcoin. <laughs> However, I can definitely use that little knowledge you have of percentages to something that, that appreciates better. Right. So those are the type of things I needed to learn. Like, and I had to read all of that stuff. Like I, I couldn't afford financial advisors. I just read books on money and took what I could from there 
And then, uh, you know, just started applying it. And the, and the one thing I, I really, really started learning was, you know, you don't want to pull out your investment money or any money that's working for you without you working just because you have a damn emergency. Right. Like, you really got to, You re I had to really learn that I had to, like, really, you know, notice what I'm spending my money on, what is some bullshit, um, really discipline myself and have a plan. Because, you know, Bitcoin, like, you don't have to, you you can, you don't have to go through the traditional ways. Like, you can take the money out, do what you want with, nobody's going to be overseeing, you can get no penalties, but it's going to be hard to get back in. Mm. So, you ain't really know what to do with the file, right? Right, but, right. But you have people who bought this thing dirt cheap and just said, well, it ain't nothing. And, you know what I'm saying, lost it forever. And so that's the, like, you know, you don't really want to be in those types of, those types of conversations. True. You want to be the, like, I learned... True. Because my granddad, he, I think they said he bought like Microsoft in the 90s and sold it. And I was like, bro, I'm not going to be, I'm not going to do that. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing <laughs> Because now this, I started looking at how legacy changing this could be if I do it correctly. So That's big facts. You know, a lot of us is just, there's, there's it's just a huge gap between investing in the black community in general. Because most of the time when we think about investing, we start automatically thinking about things we can't see and touch and feel and smell mm -hmm. and stuff like that. And that really turns a lot of people off. You know what I'm saying? Especially I'm, I'm one of those people. Sometimes it turns mm -hmm. me off. Like if I can't see a real vision behind it, like you said, you got to you do got to have some type of uh, visionary uh, skill behind it because. If you don't, this could be a really easy, slippery slope for a lot of people. You know what I'm saying? Because I just seen a post where Cass was like, why is it so much easier to buy Jordans or expensive bags instead of buying, you know, books and stuff like that? It's like, it's easy because they know what they're going to get out of these Jordans faster than, than they know what they're going to get out of a yeah, book. You're going to get, you're gonna get recognition, you know what I mean? Exactly. Both gonna get, it's like, it's like you're going to get likes in real life. Instead of just on this, instead of just on social media, and them likes they feed a part of you. Like, oh, you know, they saying this about me. I'm friends, you know, fly. I get everybody, you know, saying I get all the girls, whatever. But reading that book, you know, what I mean, takes a plan. And you know, in our community, the reason it's sad because we've been deprived of everything. You know, like everything is taken from, like, it's taken from black people. Right. You got to think about it. Years and years of this shit being taken from you. You hold on to money tight. You only want to feel good in the moment. Because that's what you feel is all you have. Right. And I mean, yeah, life is short, but shit, you still got children. You know what I mean? You got folks coming after you. You know what I'm You got somebody else, like. Facts. But it's, it's a lot of, you know, we just operate off of the, like, everybody. Majority of black people operate off of the fierce mentality. You know what I mean? Like. Right. When I'm going to get it back, and this, this, that. And it's like, yo, you work a job every two weeks. You going to get the money? You know what I mean? Like. Or, you know, if you got to, and we, we've experienced the struggle so much, we don't never just realize, like, it's a, it's a different peace of mind to have money working for you, no matter where it is that you have it. You got to know like, that's a peace of mind. You know what I mean? Like, you got to know what you're buying, know what you're putting yourself into. You know, I will put myself in situations like that where I feel like if the money ain't working for me fast enough, then I'll just cancel the whole damn operation. And then what it end up happening right after that is I'll start a whole new operation and get mad with that operation, do it again. Yeah, and, and still go through the same. Exactly. Like it's just like we work from the process. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like exactly. I told my homeboy this. He said, "Like, bro, I'm trying to like my people be telling me I can make money with this. I can make money." I said, "Bro, if you don't commit to something, you're gonna stay in this paradigm." 
Like, what you mean? I said, bro, you done named four different things and you done put 25% of energy in all four of them. That's and you done give 100% of effort but went nowhere. Like, exactly. just because it ain't pan out. Like, immediately. Like, and I realized that too. Like, I was like, I was doing that too. Like, man, this gonna work, this gonna work, this gonna work. It could have all worked. I just ain't giving no time. See, yeah, it, and that's that's like the gift and the curse of somebody who has a gang of good ideas who would just be all <laughs> over the place. Like, yeah, I'm cursed with that, yeah. shit, bro. Like, I'll be yeah. in the middle of writing a book, and then I hear a beat in my head, and then now I got to go make the beat. Then after that, mm-hmm. I have a idea to make a website, and you know what I'm saying? I'd be all over the damn place. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, like yeah. you say, you have to commit to one thing and, you know, do that for however long as possible until it, until you, well, you have to at least make a short term goal so you can at least have a cutoff time or cutoff point and, you know, go from there. Mm-hmm. For me, it's, it's just so difficult, bro. I feel like I have ADD sometimes, like seriously, but I'm working on it. Nah, it's, uh, it's, it's all good, man. Like one, the one, what really got to me was this one dude, he was a coach, he was a white guy. Mm-hmm. He said, you know, the reason you want to learn how to maximize one area of business or one area in your life, he said, because once you learn how to make 100 k or a million dollars with that, you're just going to do the same process with anything else you can think of. Said, but if you don't know how to make $100,000 off of one thing, if you don't know how to make $10,000 off of one thing, you ain't going to know how to make $10,000 off of nothing. And like, you ain't going to know how to make money off of anything. He said, once you learn the principles, you can apply to anything you want. And I and I when I heard that I was just like, damn, that was real. Like, yeah, no, he, that's like right. I don't know if he, I don't know if he was Republican, Democrat, racist or whatever. <laughs> he talked that money. I was listening. Yeah, that, you know that, I mean? that like, real shit gonna resonate for sure. When he talked that money, I'm over there like, so you saying to me, like, yeah, he said the reason folks don't have no money because they trying to hop over things. He said maximize, make at least six figures off of something, and repeat the process on anything else you want. You'll already know everything that needs to go into. What's really, really crazy is uh, I was talking to my uh, to my bro from uh, Raleigh, and he was like, mm-hmm. "You know what's wrong with niggas?" I was like, "What's up?" He was like, "Niggas who in the streets, man, they'd rather take a chance with their life than take a chance with some damn money." Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. shit that resonated with me. And I think I told you that the other day, like that shit resonated so hard with me. I'm like, yo, I'm over here. I be doing some shit that, you know what I'm saying? You could be fucked up yeah. for a long time off of versus just taking this little bit of money that, you know, in the long term is really a little bit of money and mm-hmm. potentially make some life changing motherfucking money. You could change your whole life with this mm-hmm. instead of potentially changing your life for changing your life for the worse over here doing this. So it's yeah. just, you know, black people had this thing of, we just want to do it our way. Like, I don't know what it is. Like, we just rebellious to what people be saying. Because we ain't never had nothing, bro. You got to think about it. You came <laughs> up with most of us. You know, there are a lot of theories. You already here as a Native American. You're black. You know what I'm saying? Some of us came over here on the boat. Anyway you look at it, you were stripped of any real authority or power over yourself. And then what? you throw in the mix of, like, you know, what happened in the 70s and 80s. Crack. And the black man out the home. You know what I mean? Facts. And then you got this whole, this beef put up, like, I got to do it on my own, single mamas versus baby daddy shit. Don't know. Everybody thinks they're going to do it on their own, but nobody ever did anything on their own. Even even if it's learned a behavior. You know what I mean? Like, you ain't just end up walking because you were thinking about it. You were watching everybody else walk. Well, shit, let me try these things out. 
is deep. Because then, you know, a lot of folks don't really know how to work together. They don't want to hear the doors no. They think they got to have everybody around them that's supposed to support what they say. <laughs> don't really want to have things be uncomfortable. Like, yo, if you don't know what the hell you're doing and somebody tells you, they don't mean they don't like it. Like, right. like, yo, I'm working on finding someone to help me with marketing. I ain't about to sit here and be like, man, I can do this on my own. Man, no. Like, no. That's nah, nah. a waste of my time. Like, I don't really want, like, everybody wants to Everybody wants the boss title, but want to have like employee work, like employee energy. Yeah, employee tendencies. Like, I gotta get this done. I gotta do this. I got this. I got. Why? You, why are you doing all of that? Fact. Like, I'm not, like, Fact. if you just starting out, all right, I get it. But after a while, it's like you hire people for those. Ain't gonna be a do- yeah, you know what I mean? Like, if you start now, I totally understand. You, the money ain't clicked over yet. I get it. But if you didn't click over something, or you got at least enough. For somebody else to do it, and you're not you're wasting, you're wasting time, really. Big facts, you know. You know, you know who acts like that more than ever these days? Women, and not to bash women, not to say, but I've, I've noticed like a lot of women have like nigga type tendencies now. Like they have like pride bigger than niggas. It's it's admiring at some point, but at some point it's definitely a turnoff. Like, yeah, sometimes it gets sad. Like, yeah, yeah, absolutely, right. absolutely. It's it's you know because. Some people is just like on this horse of I'd rather do it by myself. That way, can't nobody say that they did this for me, did that. And I'm like, okay, that's cool, but who really cares about that except for you? <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, like I, I could come in here really genuinely be willing to help, and you over there think I'm trying to take credit. Like, bro, I don't care nothing about credit. Exactly. I don't nobody care nothing about that. That's just how it goes, man. In, in today's era. So, what 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 do you say of the uh, the top three? do's and don'ts of using cryptocurrency well number one don't if it don't look legit it's not like if it seems like you can just now i understand sometimes folks might just get that lucky draw you feel me like everybody's yeah. happened very little bit but if it don't look like you gotta put in work for it don't right right, right. you know what i mean uh make your security number one encrypted you know yeah encrypted write it down, do whatever, like, you need to keep this stuff secure. Big fact. You know, um, you know, number three, don't leave it on the exchange, ever. Like, <laughs> <laughs> bigger facts. <laughs> like, they just had one to get knocked down. I think, think they lost, like, 250 million. I might be off, but they lost some bread. Ooh. You know, don't ever keep it on an exchange. Like, yeah, they... Ooh. 250, anything. <laughs> Big bread, okay. dog. Yeah, like Bitcoin didn't get hacked. Like the exchange got hacked. Bitcoin didn't. So when you say you know, so, what about the dues of getting Bitcoin? What do you, What do you think? Buy it the minute you hear of it, because it what? might be the lowest time. You, it might be the lowest price you ever get at that. Where uh, that's Bitcoin. Not saying nothing. And this is hard because ain't nobody gonna really. I ain't gonna say they won't. But try as best as you can to get some type of education on what you're getting. Whether right. that's my course or someone else you might know. You know that you trust because you want to. You want to at least know, have idea what you're getting into, right? And right. you know, be patient. You know, like yeah, you might hear about some folks who bought Bitcoin around the time you did, and the way you mined it, and they put like a thousand in there, and they just doing whatever. But stay patient because it's not impossible for it to happen right now. Like people, people pay off student loan debt. This shit don't. This shit always get away from. Them. You know, yeah. you leave college with what thirty grand of student loan debt. You pay fifteen off. Now you owe fifty. 
Like, I mean, you paying that off, you might as well just go ahead and buy Bitcoin. You're going to chase money. You're going to chase something. I'd rather <laughs> chase something that I know that, can, that I can really do something with outside of just continuously you know what? Run, run that race. You know what? Going back to what you just said about doing an education on things, and I know you, I think you said this earlier about just hitting Google and, you know what I mean, like trying to trying to research something. I, I think that's one of my biggest issues is like when I'm looking for certain answers and like mm-hmm. I see people who's doing it and they like, yo, dude, just do some research instead of just telling me because Google, I mean, YouTube is great. It's a great university. But like you said, people do shit so backwards or they have all these it's so much information that you might hit chapter seven before you hit chapter three. And if you don't know, you don't know, you know what I'm saying? Which will leave you completely blind to, you know, cause if you don't have a real syllabus to go by, then you kind of going to be, I ain't going to say you're going to be effed up in the game. Cause some people can learn like that, but I think people start you from chapter one for a reason. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you gonna have holes. You're going to have holes and those holes got to like, you're going to have holes. And when you have those holes, you're going to be stuck to the whole field. Exactly. And all over the place again. Like, and, and really, you know, I, I look at some folks, you know, what they say their research is, and I'm like, yo, like, okay. Because nowadays, everything's internet-based, all right? Everybody can give you a piece of information that can help you change your life a little bit. But okay. you're going to have, like, if you want if you want that thing, you're going to have to pay for it. Like, don't be afraid to pay for things. If it seems legit, if it looks legit, pay for it. Like, if I wanted to be a producer, bro, I'm not about, Justin is not about to be on YouTube all day. I'm about to go pay for somebody who can either I can sit beside you, I can learn in real time. Like that's how yeah. I that's how I learned anything come home from prison. Like I learned in real time from somebody like it was a coach or something. You know what I mean? See, that's like, my issue. Someone. Yeah, that's my issue because you you got all kinds of learners. Like my the way mm-hmm. I learned, like like bro, I got three guitars in my closet right now. I don't watch mm-hmm. so many damn YouTube videos, but. If I'm not sitting right there beside you and you can't tell me what I'm doing wrong, I'm going to practice some goddamn bad habits. So, you know, trying to go to YouTube University for everything is not is cool for certain things, for certain type of information. But for certain, you know, certain joints like the the physical joints, like the guitars and Mm -hmm. stuff like that, you need to be in person, which I feel like personally you need to be in person. You know, I mean, if I I, I could teach you everything online. Then you better believe, like, you better believe you pay for the, the digital version. You pay yeah. for me to meet you online on Zoom. Like, you, 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 there is really no way around it. You're going to have to, like, invest in something, you know. Big if you want to invest your time, you're going to invest a lot of it. Like, that's, that's just simply plain. Like, if you don't have the money, then just know, just be prepared to invest a lot of time. And we ain't talking about a year. Talking about several years, you know, that's not what it is. I was just gonna say, big fat. So look, you said when you came home, you you were fucking with the Bitcoin. What made you not become a uh, truck driver? Because I didn't want to uh, be like truck driving was good money. Like so, when I did come home, I could I could before I went to prison, I can drive like two to three hours, several hours. Number one, when I came home from prison, I couldn't drive more than thirty minutes on the highway without going to sleep. I don't know what it was. <laughs> I don't know what happened. I don't know, like, I don't know. I don't know. Like, me and my homeboy were driving somewhere. I'm like, bro, I'm tired. Yeah, um, what happened, man, 
like, I don't know, bro. I came home from prison and I was trying to drive somewhere to this job we had out of, out of the city. And I had to really, like, train myself into being able to stay on the road that long. But that was one thing. Like, I was scared to go to sleep at the wheel. That was number one. Number two, like, I just didn't want to be away from my daughter. Like, Oh, yeah, big facts. Because I already knew, like, but now, granted, if I, like I said, if I didn't have that, that little sleeping joint going on, I probably yeah. did it, you know, straight out of straight out of prison, like straight out. But I was just like, man. And then a part of me, I just was like, bro, I just wanted, I wanted to do something groundbreaking. Like, I just wanted to do something different. Everybody I know that get out, that get out, just becomes a truck driver, bro. I don't know what it is. I don't know if that's like the the prime candidate job for felons or like what like you know what I mean but I just but know it is because it's like that's all they talk about like bro you gonna get your CDS and you get out of shit and then I ain't gonna lie to them folks they're like bro I'm not doing no CDLs I'm not doing <laughs> no landscaping I'm not doing no barbershop I'm not doing none of that bro I said bro I mean like I've I felt like prison helped me become you know something with me and tap into my intelligence I'm like bro I'm about to try I said, bro, I feel like if I go to Duke right now, I'm going to get a scholarship. And I said, so I'm about to try it out. Like, I'm about to see what I can really do, you know, beyond just the norm. Like, because, you know, if someone that comes, like, you know, you hear people say all the time, people come home from prison, intelligence, hell. But you be taking these, like, these crazy jobs, you know what I mean, that anybody could do. Literally, like, drop out of high school, you could do it. And I'm not saying people who drop out of high school are slow. You know, I wanted to test myself. It was just like, man, I don't really... I told folks, I'm like, bro, I'm not about to do that. <laughs> I said, no, I ain't about to do none of that, bro. Like, I want. I said, I remember I was sitting in prison one time. I said, bro, I want a billion dollars, and I ain't going to get no billion dollars driving no damn truck. Shit, you might. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you might, but, you know, yeah, I just had that time me. Because, <laughs> I, cause I, cause again, I kept hearing everybody. Every, that's what something everybody wanted to do. That's what everybody was talking about. And like, one of the things is like, you know, when the masses are talking about it, what is it y'all not talking about that's out there? You know, all of y'all are talking about Thanks. the same thing. What is out there that you're not talking about? They ain't talking about the DLT. How DLT treats you like you're a regular yeah. nigga driving on the side of the road. How they how they put more points on your license more than they gonna do these white boys. They ain't talking about that. They ain't talking about uh, having the shit in a in a in a truck, if you, whenever you can't get to no bathroom quick enough, they ain't talking about that. Cause I had a personal porta potty in my uh truck, dog. If like one day I had a bad 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 day, boy, it was just a bad day. You're on top of my my stomach was going crazy. I was in the middle. I was just getting through Cincinnati. I, well, I was trying to get through Cincinnati. And they were doing they were doing a whole bunch of construction. I couldn't even pull over nowhere, bro. I'm not talking about my stomach having that that stab pain where I feel like I got an umbilical cord getting ready to get cut off or something, boy. It's just it was just crazy. <laughs> feel me? Yeah, and man. I said that'll be the that was the last day. That was the last day. I, I said, boy, when I got to a rest area, bro, I'm talking about the the bathroom was so dirty. I don't even think a dog would have peed in there like it was just so bad and I was like yeah okay this is a wrap I can't so that's when I, when I that's when I went ahead I went that same day to Dick Sporting Good got me some uh, got me one of them old 
them camping buckets. You feel me with the mm-hmm. toilets? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Hey, you taking the hand though? Yeah, I had to do the but man, it made my life so much better, bro. But yeah, I feel you know being away from family. That's um. That's you know that's the first thing they tell you too. Uh, it's like, look, man, you finna miss some birthdays. You gonna miss funeral. Well, you might not miss a funeral, but you gonna miss some birthdays, Christmas, holidays. You, you, it's over with. So yeah, yeah, it's a um. And then it's like people don't pick up the phone. They just look at you. It's like they know you got money because you ain't out on spending it. You feel what I'm saying? So it's, <laughs> yeah. it's it's a whole bunch of BS going on. You call people, they don't pick up the phone. It just be man, you you get in your Especially when your old lady ain't picking up the phone, but and, you know it's about nine yeah. ten. You like now, I know your ass ain't sleep right now, and I got now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so you start getting yeah. all kind of crazy thoughts. So yeah, yeah. then arguments, yeah, yeah. you know, shit like man, it's it's a lot of stuff that that's that you know, people don't talk about that you know goes on with that. This will come up, bro. Like I never knock it. Like yeah, for sure. Like I said, if I could have, if I just could have stayed away. And came home, didn't get to no girlfriend. <laughs> I probably would have did it. <laughs> but I, I'm telling you, like, that's just... People used to say to me, like, what's your plan when you get out? I said, I don't really have a plan. I don't even know what's out there. Like, I've been here for three years. I don't know what's out there. I got, got to see what's going on in the world first, man. Like, I, don't, I just said, but I did say, if I find something that's good, I'm going with it. That's real. So I'm going to end it with, with the uh, question. Where, where do you see... Bitcoin in the next 10 years, next five to 10 years. Next five years, it should touch somewhere in the mid six figures. 10 years, uh, everybody's going to like, there will, it's kind of going to be like, you know, how Amazon is now. Yeah. No matter of fact, you know how the internet is now. Internet. That's what Bitcoin going to be. Like, everything has to operate off of it. Because it's more than just the currency, it's the whole technology. So if you look at it like that, everything. So so you said it's a technology. Like I ain't even think about it like in that aspect. If you look at it like this, the internet that most people think of is YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, emails, like all of those applications built on top of the internet. It's like the app built on top of the Bitcoin network. Within ten years. It's going to be a way better, way better internet. Like Bitcoin gives you the opportunity to send value, real value amongst the internet. The internet you have now, you're going to send information, pictures, words, documents. Now they just now really send the money, but they ain't really sending money. Like internet is own type of money. Before mm-hmm. then, the only thing you could do was send information. But now you have somewhere you can really trade value in a way that actually works as opposed to just having that middleman always in the way. So by that time, you know, then you'll have, you'll see people having whole, there are people out there in the world right now who operate their whole life off nothing but Bitcoin and cryptocurrency. That's crazy. In 10 years, years, you're going to see more of that. Because I'm looking at it now, like, you know, I've seen, I've seen plenty of couples sell their homes for Bitcoin. I've seen, uh, my homeboy posted that uh, on his Instagram stories that uh, Pornhub just started accepting Bitcoin for premium accounts. A lot of companies is, is like really starting to accept Bitcoin as a form of payment. So, I mean, I don't doubt, I don't doubt nothing that she's saying. It just, 
like I said, for me, it's it's still confusing on, on how everything is for me, like how everything is for the for the Bitcoin for me, because it's like I only know it as like currency. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. It, I don't really necessarily know it for the technology side of it. You know what I mean? But I I, I do know that it's gonna rise for sure. Yeah, and currency is really the one way people should come into it. Like, I mean, because somebody just started telling you what I just told you now. And the reason you actually can't comprehend what I told you because you mined a Bitcoin 09. Just think about that. Just think about that. You created money in 09. You did what the, the Fed did in 09. You just didn't even know. You didn't know that. That's you right. Been there, you could you could have if that white boy knew what he was talking about, you could have you could have just created your whole community. Or you could have created your own life and community around that. Because you create you mine Bitcoin very much so where you can get one Bitcoin out of three weeks. Think yeah. about that. People can't three weeks, you know how hard I ain't gonna say it's impossible, but think about how much money you have to make to just say, All right, I got a Bitcoin in three weeks, but you gotta buy it or whatever. I wonder if there's a way, like, I could actually just find the email that that account or that wallet was linked with. You find the private key, you got it. And it's probably, you got find the private key. Yeah, that's probably extra, extra dead. <laughs> man, that shit was like on an old ass brown sheet of paper, man. That shit dead as hell. Yeah. It's old. It's yeah, man. Well, look, man, I really appreciate you for being on the podcast, my G. Oh, I need all your social media handles, man, so the people can hit you up and, you know. Mm-hmm. All right. So you can hit me up on Instagram at Bitcoin Vegan, all one word, B-I-T-C-O-I-N-V-E-G-A-N. Twitter, uh, Bitcoin underscore vegan. Um, you can hit me up on he can hit me up there and also my email, I mean, justin at bitcoinvegan.com. So those are the main three I really, I'm on, you know, heaven. Big facts, big facts. I got you. All righty, Mike G. Once again, I say I appreciate it, bro. And uh, we going to be clocking out. All right. right. Brother. Yes, sir. You too. Okay, okay. So that was the end of the interview. I feel there was a couple gems dropped. Salute to the Bitcoin vegan. Again, Justin Redrick, very intelligent brother, open-minded, and very aware of what's going on. Now, my next interview, we're going to have a very, very special guest who's big on businesses that's more concrete, meaning physical, like a physical business that you can taste, touch, feel, smell, and hear. So, he has uh, a lot of business info on things you may be interested in or someone else you know may be interested in or maybe already doing. So you might want to really, really stick around for the next one. Please feel free to subscribe to my podcast through Apple, Spotify, Anchor, whatever platform you're using to listen as it helps increase my audience. It's your host, SDG. Until next time, my friends. Peace. Thank you for listening to the Black and Brilliant Podcast. For more information on how to get interviewed, contact us at blackandbrilliantpodcast at yahoo.com.